Hey, it's Cameo, and welcome. Just like you, I wear many hats, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the demands of everyday life. And there was a time when I felt lost, stuck, and unsure of how or where to start the transformation that I needed. And that's why we're here, to share experiences, lessons, tools, and tips for shaking up your life and living for you. I'm glad you're here, so let's get into it. On today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about RAIN meditation. RAIN is a powerful mindfulness technique that helps us cultivate greater awareness, acceptance, compassion toward our own thoughts and emotions, but then also extended out into the world. We'll explore the four steps of RAIN, recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture and share insights with our experience with the practice and how it has helped us reduce stress and anxiety and improve our emotional regulation and enhanced our overall well-being. So whether you're new to meditation or an experienced practitioner, RAIN can be a valuable tool for deepening your mindfulness practice and cultivating a greater self-awareness and compassion. Greg, we started meditating when we moved to Florida about almost nine years ago. And we were making major changes in our life because things just weren't working and there had to be a better way. And so through some friends, we were introduced to the concept of meditation as something that was okay to do and not something that was weird to do. And it completely removed the judgment of actually trying meditating, which since it feels like it's become a lot more accepted as something, or maybe just the people I'm surrounded with in my own social media feed or through the people that I engage with on a regular basis, meditating isn't a weird thing, but at that time it was. And so we started accepting it as something that was helpful in settling our minds. And one of the techniques that we learned was this rain meditation. And Tara Brock is probably our favorite practitioner that we listen to through our various streaming platforms. And she does an amazing rain meditation and talks a lot about rain as a technique. And so it's not this weird, like you you don't have to do anything. You just lay down and cover your eyes. So it's nice and dark and quiet and just follow this four-step process in your own way even without a guided meditation, or you don't even have to call it meditation, but just having these four steps has really helped understand how to kind of process through whatever it is that I'm feeling in the moment, or even things that I'm not even sure that I'm feeling in the moment. So the first step in RAIN is recognize. And it's this idea that we kind of recognize what it is that we're feeling and where we are in the moment without judgment, without trying to determine whether it's right or wrong, or something I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. It's just literally recognizing what am I feeling? Where am I at? Just kind of like settling in on this idea that all I have to do is recognize what's happening in my life. And that in and of itself, for me, at least has been like, it could just stop there <laughs> because mm-hmm. at I, th- I think we go through our day so much judging everything we do and worrying about everything that we do that we don't truly ever take the time to just sit with it. And so recognize is a very important step in the rain process when you first start to settle in. Yeah. I try to meditate every day at three o'clock. Sometimes 
you know, I can't because of work or whatever else is going on. But that's my goal every day at three o'clock to meditate. And it is very, very relaxing to recognize that first step and recognizing because there's so much that we are taking in on a daily basis, information, things that are needed of us, kids, spouse, everything's just coming at us. By the time it's three o'clock in the afternoon, there's probably been a hundred decisions I've had to make and choices I've had to make. And a lot of it's in our temporary storage. Like some of it, you just can't even emotionally process what's, what's come at you. You know, if you're busy and you're doing your multitasking. And so like that first step of recognizing, giving yourself 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however much time you, you, you can to sit and just close your eyes and just recognize where you're at, you know, why really, why are you feeling the way you're feeling or, you know, what's all kind of on your, on your plate at that time. That's powerful in itself because otherwise, if you didn't give yourself the time and space to sit down and recognize everything, you're just going to keep going and push into the evening. And then you're going to be giving your, your watered down time to your spouse and your kids. And you're still thinking about what happened at noon and what somebody said at 9am and you're just still trying to like get through that. And then you go to bed and you just never caught up and you do it again the next day. So for me, it's just really giving myself the space to let things kind of settle. That's step one, I guess, is letting things just kind of come into to place like the water's all stirred up and it's cloudy but when you give yourself the time everything just kind of settles to the bottom and you can kind of recognize all right this is what's going on this is why i feel this way the next step is allow and allow is being able to look at those things now that you can actually see clearly or can actually feel in your body and allowing them to be what they are again without judgment simply accepting that this is where I am in this moment. This is what has led to this moment. Instead of resisting, because to your point, we go, 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 go. Things are coming at us. We got a million decisions to make people waiting on us, people that need us. Everything kind of gets blurry and shaken up. And then sometimes we're quick to judge and resist things that maybe might've been something we needed. Or we're quick to allow things that maybe are not what we needed. And it was just the easy answer. And we don't ever like give ourselves the space to make a really insightful decision. A right? non-reactive decision. Reactive. We just react instead of allowing ourselves to recognize and allow what is happening to just be what is happening. And then that's it. It might seem crazy, but a good way to see what we're talking about is like, if something really traumatic happens, you almost can't even process it. You're, you're like in a, in a state of like denial, uh, denial shock. And, and shock. Yeah. And, 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 and it, that sounds crazy to think about, but if it's something really tragic, it's shock and you can understand it. But if I think about my day and, and I've had to have you know, say a hundred different micro decisions and things by giving myself the time to like, let that shock of all those little decisions kind of like settle. It's powerful. And again, it might not seem like a lot when you're just 
this is the normal way I live my life. But once you start giving yourself the time and space to, to recognize and allow just those first two steps, you, you start to realize, oh my gosh, I was, I was operating at, in a state of reactivity. Red zone. All the time. I'm in the red zone all the time. Well, and I think that it's even beyond just like what has happened in your day up to three o'clock. I think, for example, you visit with family or you have a phone call with someone from your family or a very important work meeting, and maybe they're not overly traumatic experiences, but they're just things that you kind of push through to get done because you need to, because it's important to you, because it's necessary, all of those reasons. But during that period of time, you don't allow the process to catch up. And so it's not just the busy everyday tasks that you're doing where you feel like you're in the red zone all the time, but it's also those deeper moments where you're not even sure what you're feeling or why, and you don't ever give yourself a chance to, and you just move on to the next thing. And then, and then we have emotional breakdowns or we have like these moments where we're like, I don't know what's going on. We feel extremely out of control by implementing this rain technique any meditation in my opinion, but definitely this brain technique because it breaks it into these very easy to understand and remember steps. You, you give yourself that time, you make it important to actually recognize and allow what has happened as it pertains to anything. The I in rain is investigate. And when only when we've recognized and allowed things to settle and allowed things to be what they are, can we investigate maybe why we feel a certain way or why we had the results we had? We try to do that first, in my opinion. Yeah. We, t- we try to quickly assess what's happening and judge it so we can get it off of our plate and never really understand it. And so the I is such an important step because it allows you to go deeper in your understanding. And with that understanding, you can foster this feeling of acceptance for yourself. So you've allowed these feelings to happen, but now the investigate allows you to to truly understand the why behind what is happening internally and externally after you let things settle, not before. Mm-hmm. We don't ever give ourselves the time to really understand. And sometimes it's a little bit scary when we do, but the idea would be that it's a consistent practice so that when something happens and you feel triggered, you might not even know that it's happening. You give yourself the time and space to practice rain, to recognize, allow, and then really dig into the investigation piece. You might uncover that the reason you feel a certain way about what happened is because of something that happened 15 years ago when you were just entering adulthood and a brand new parent, and you didn't know how to make that choice. And now all of a sudden, 15 years later, you've been triggered by something. And by giving yourself that intentional investigation into the feeling that you're now recognizing and allowing you can you can track it all the way back and then actually maybe deal with the root of what's causing that reaction in the first place instead of just bypassing all of that and trying to quick fix it you you dig into the detail 
It might be even further than that. And that might open up a new thing. And, you know, you, that's why meditation, I think can get so deep so quickly is because once you actually settle into these ideas and you allow yourself to really just think freely without judgment, without right or wrong, without trying to figure it all out, you just let it reveal itself and keep inquiring and keep being curious and keep really pushing yourself to investigate. Well, why do I feel that way? Well, what am I so worried about? Why am I worried about that? And what happened that made me fear that in the first place? Like really going on this kind of like conversation train with yourself and this deep inquiry into the why behind things can really clear things up, but it's, it all starts with giving yourself the space to do so and the freedom and the permission and making it a priority and important. Mm -hmm. The last step in rain is nurture. We don't give ourselves a lot of time to really hone in on nurturing, nurturing the new dad 15 years ago who made a mistake and for all these years has carried that with him and now is triggered by it and reacted again. Nurture that 30 something year old man who needed it. Then he's still in there and, and letting everything be what it is. And then giving it some love where it needs, it needs some chicken soup, you know, like it needs some, it needs a hug. Carving out that time in this type of practice is just imperative to our own emotional well-being. Otherwise it's just one other thing that never gets tended to. I am always talking to my little child that lives inside of me. Like it's, it's going to be okay. It's, it's okay. Like that kind of like uh, nurturing, because if we're not careful, we talk to ourselves horribly, you know, mm. like, Oh, idiot. You know, like self deprecating almost, you know? So like doing all of these steps with, with kindness is to, to ourselves, I think is the key and, and not being judgmental and, because this is all very basic human, the way human beings process through our little traumas and our little decisions and, and, and our day. I mean, I just, it's just the way we operate. The more you do it, the, the, the easier it gets to, to, to do, to unwind. But it's hard in the beginning because you're like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just laying here and my, my mind keeps going and thinking in an efficient mode. And well, this is a waste of time. I've got stuff to do. And you don't really feel the importance and the power of it. But I prefer to go find a great meditation, like a, a guided meditation. And I feel like anybody that's like curious about meditation or wants to give it a try, um, that's a great way to start because there's uh, Tara Brock is, 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 or is it Tara? I never say it right, but Tara, Tara, sorry. Uh, but just very well-spoken, very intelligent. And, and just the way, you know, you can do a 20 minute rain meditation. She's got multiple different versions of it. I'll put a link in the show notes for a Tara Brock rain meditation. Put our favorite one in there. Yeah. And and it's just like, that's me every day at three o'clock, plug that in. I cover my eyes and just, just give myself 20 minutes to just process through. And I always come out of that just feeling very relaxed and ready for the next half of my day. And it just allows me to show up mentally, not just physically show up like here I am, but my mind's in last month's issues. Like I'm here today. Let's go. You know, and I, I feel like that's been a secret, secret to 
being more relaxed and present because our 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 deep 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 knowing is trying to process all the stuff that's in our temporary it eliminates anxiety it eliminates this constant feeling of like on, being on edge because you don't maybe even know what it is that's causing it it creates an atmosphere that allows the sediment to settle the shaken up water everything settles to the bottom and you can easily then discern and understand what's actually happening under the surface. I think rain is such a great place to start with meditation because it breaks it into those steps and they're so easy to understand and they're so easy to follow, whether it is guided or on your own, as you get more comfortable with it, it helps you stay organized so that when you are laying there and everything's going crazy and that still happens after all these years of meditating in different various ways, you can pull it back and you can go, wait, where was I? I had just yeah. recognized these things. So now I'm on a allow, you know, meditating isn't, isn't about just like totally zoning out, man. And like, I am not even in the room anymore. It's like about just giving yourself space and quiet to let everything resolve. And so, oh, I was here on a, I, now I'm allowing these things that I finally recognize as emotional pain points. I'm allowing them to be what they are. And then when I feel like I've allowed that, I can move on to the next step. And having those steps helps keep it organized. And it's not so overwhelming or intimidating in that way. In the show notes, I'll link a Tara Brock rain meditation. There are so many others, and there are so many other types of meditation that we can dig into. Is there like one thing, Greg, that you would say to someone who's like skeptical, but interested, but still unsure, or just can't seem to find the time to meditate? Like, or even do anything that is like meditating, like even if you just call it, you know, relaxing or napping, like whatever you want to call it, especially initially, if it's an uncomfortable, weird word, which it is sometimes, but like, is there like one thing that you would say to someone about this um, to encourage them or to remove the stigma? Like, what was it for you that you could share that might be helpful? Um, Well, I would definitely say that people judge what they don't know, you know, so it's, it's not in our society's norm. It's becoming more talked about, but I don't think it's something that's like super normal. Um, but I would say it takes permission. I wouldn't have ever done it if someone didn't, you know, give me permission to, to try it and do it. So, you know, this would be, permission to you listening to this to try it and try it for a week and see how you feel. Um, And it's one of those things where I feel like if you go into it thinking like, I'm going to just do this for 15 minutes and then I'm going to be a whole nother person. It's not that it's more of a long-term it's kind of like eating a salad instead of a burger. It's going to take time before you start feeling the effects of that or seeing the effects of that or going to the gym one time and thinking, where's my biceps at? You know, it, it's a lifestyle change and you just got to look at it from a more macro level of like, imagine if I do this for a week, a month, a year, will I be more relaxed? Will I be more content? And the answer is yes. Uh, just teaser alert, but yes, <laughs> it, yes, you will. 
<laughs> I would say there's also a book that we should put in the link to that you can do audiobook or buy. It's called 10% Happier by Dan Harris. That book really, uh, I read that book during that time and it was just very uh, eye-opening and very digestible and easy for me to like, okay, this makes sense to me. Um, that and Dan I think Harris, that also gave you some permission too, because Dan Harris is Jewish and now he's studying this Buddhist meditation and yeah. it, it kind of removes that stigma. Like it's not, you don't it's have, it's not a religion. Yeah. It's not anything that you have to be yeah. afraid of or that you have to commit to, or like now all of a sudden I'm this, it's just a method. It's just yeah. a tool. It's, uh, it just makes you better at whatever it is you want to practice. If you're mm -hmm. religious or whatever, it just, it makes you more in the moment. And yeah. so that book was definitely very eye opening and, and relatable. And this is a guy who was a national TV interviewer and he like had a complete breakdown because he was just going so hot. And, and then he discovered meditation and, and it helped him like, uh, you know, pursue his career. And, and now he's like very into it. And he has his own podcast and show. Uh, and his thing was that if I can do this and it will make me even just 10% happier, then, sure. then it's worth it. And now I would venture to say that he's, you know, it's made him a hell of a lot more than 10% yeah. happier, but yeah, I'll link that in the show notes too, because you're right. I was thinking of that book this entire time we've been talking. It's, it's so well uh, written and articulate and um, relatable. So it's, yeah. you know, he definitely was a skeptic, I think before he started it's practicing yeah. and committed to it. And, um, so I'm with you on, on, on your one thing It's just kind of like remove what you think, you know, about it and just try it and stay consistent yeah. with it and then judge it instead of judging it right out of the gate or doing it once and quitting. And they always say that, like, if you don't have time to meditate, you need to do it for, you know, an hour longer a day or whatever yeah. that I totally butchered that we get the sentiment. And it's like, it's so true because every time I feel like I, I don't have time to sit down and meditate for 10 minutes. I got a hundred other things to do. That's a hundred percent of the time that I need it the most is mm -hmm. to settle in and really assess what's happening and, and then, then like, oh, yeah. figure out what to do. This is that one thing that's really important that I need to do. And those other 99 are just distractions and stimulated mind yeah. it just brings a lot of clarity it's it's taking away a lot of the the anxiety in the monkey mind and yeah. so it's powerful stuff 100 agreed rain meditation plenty of links in the show notes um highly highly recommend 10 out of 10 can't recommend it enough as a simple way to improve your emotional regulation and relieve stress in your life and really help you stay present and show up in your life Hey yo! Congratulations on investing into yourself and your growth. I hope you found this episode to be beneficial and feel proud of yourself for showing up. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing with someone else who may benefit from it too. I'd love to hear from you, so hit me up on all socials at Cameo Elise Braun. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow for new episodes and updates. Also, it's super important to mention this is intended for entertainment and education through experience. None of it is fully known to be fact and is not a replacement for professional advice from a therapist or doctor. Thank you so much for being here with me and be sure to thank yourself for showing up.